Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Okay, we're getting you ready. 60 days out from the Eclipse coming to Buffalo. And joining us on the line from the Eclipse Consortium is Tim Collins to talk about getting ready for the event. And Tim, that's something we've been talking about this morning, getting ready for the event. And we see all over Western New York events taking place, you know, the pop-ups in parks or at the ballpark or, you know, here or there, all over the place. And a lot of people are wondering, oh, well, what should I do? What uh, should I be doing for this once-in-a-lifetime event? What are you recommending people do? What is going to be the best way to take this in 60 days from now? Boy, I'm I'm so glad I broke this for you guys nine years ago, aren't you? Uh, So, um, (laughs) yeah, there there are two types of Eclipse events, the what we call the we events and the me events. for most of the local residents, um, what we can offer them is just to simply stay home. Uh, there are parts of Western New York where Centerline, that's the line of the eclipse that's coveted by so many eclipse chasers, passes directly over their neighborhoods. In fact, uh, my co-host is just a few homes away from Centerline himself. Um, I've been out visiting many businesses and residents to try to prepare them on that center line. I call it walk the center line. Uh, just to let them know, in one case, I uh, visited a local pharmacy who didn't have any idea if someone on the day needs critical meds, they should make plans to pick up their medicine early because they won't really have much of a chance to get through on April 8th. It'll be much like a major blizzard in Buffalo, and we all know what that's like with traffic. Uh, we just won't have the snow, thankfully, or hopefully, I should say. Um, but you should still prepare uh, to be in traffic jams everywhere with food, water, etc., Okay, uh, that's good to know. It's hard to think about a blizzard when you're thinking about this eclipse, but I guess that's, yeah, that's well, what you need to you think about. Yeah, you don't want to. Yeah. But if you go through the actions of it, and at least then you might be a little safer if you're stuck in your car. Um, and prepared. And of course, access to bathrooms is going to be an issue too, right? So, <laughs> You know, you just mentioned Centerline a minute ago. That's something that I'm not that familiar with until just this week. That's the direct center of the eclipse. Can you talk about where that is, maybe some of the landmarks that would be on that path? Yeah, the, the very first one, uh, at least where the shadow first, first touches New York State, is uh, Buffalo Harbor State Park. Um, so that's where it comes across Lake Erie and heads. It travels from there uh, right over the Tesla Giga plant uh, in South Buffalo, um, moves through uh, South Buffalo to Cheektowaga, uh, Depew, Bowmansville, Clarence, uh, um, even Akron and Murray's Corner just to round out Erie County. So that that's kind of the path. Um, 
And there's there's a map, an interactive Google map. Um, I did forward it uh, to the station this morning, so you can post that um, on your story uh, that people can go to and they can look up and see if they're one of those residents uh, that's above centerline, then maybe they'll be seeing me knocking on their door. <laughs> what, I mean, is there a big difference here on the center? Because everyone's seen kind of that map, and all right, so there is like a middle to that map, but if you're not directly mm-hmm. on that center line, uh, does it make that big of a difference? It can. Um, it makes a really big difference when you're on the edge of the path because you have seconds of totality as opposed to the three minutes, 45 and a half seconds, or 46 seconds that you're going to have during the clips. So the farther away you get from that line, the shorter your totality. I want to know where you're going to be on April 8th taking in this eclipse, because I know you're you're an eclipse um, watcher. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not making any hard commitments yet. I have a couple of ideas of where I want to be. I'll say that. Um, but like so many of us, if the weather turns south on us, I would rather go to see it. And then I can uh, be live for you somewhere else <laughs> watching it. Um, but I, I am bound and determined to see this eclipse. I'm really hoping to see it over my own hometown so that I don't have to go anywhere. But um, I don't know yet, um, or at least publicly don't know yet. But uh, I'll I'll let you know where I'm going to be when, when the time comes. <laughs> you know, that again, going back to the, that idea of uh, maybe not going anywhere. I think people are still maybe not totally aware of the crowds that are going to follow. You know, we heard from uh, Mayor of Niagara Falls up in Ontario, and he yeah. said he expects the crowds there to be maybe even 10 times the Walenda crowd. And if yeah. anyone remembers the Walenda walk, I mean, you had people, you know, kind of ditching their cars on the side of the road to try and make yeah. it over to Niagara Falls and be able to go and see the mm-hmm. event. And it's kind of hard, I think, for people to wrap their heads around, especially if they haven't been thinking about the eclipse, that kind of frenzy for looking up in the sky. But can you give us an idea of some of the interest you've heard from people looking to come to Western New York from out of town? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I heard uh, I heard Mayor Daddy and I heard Mayor Tylek too about uh, people stopping cars in the middle of the roads. That will be a challenge. Um, as far as Mayor Daddy is concerned, he's right. Uh, this is going to be huge for Niagara Falls. The difference with Nick Walenda is that people will just have to look in the sky. They won't have to search for Nick. Uh, so it'll be a little easier to see an eclipse. Um, but when I went to Niagara Falls to do my own scouting last April, I noticed that this eclipse is going to be occurring over the Canadian side, uh, just a little bit off to the side of the Horseshoe Falls. So it's going to be stunning, and that's why people are going to head to Niagara Falls, uh, because it's just going to be iconic if this works. Now, 1925, they thought the same thing. They were worried about the same problems. Um, it didn't work out for Western New York at all. Um, Niagara Falls did get a little peek at it back then. Uh, but, yeah, a lot of people are coming uh, not just to see the eclipse, but to match up the eclipse with a natural wonder. I mean, that, that's kind of an amazing sight. Uh, so you're, you're going to have people uh, coming from everywhere and going to anywhere, that makes any sense. And um, one of the things that, that we're hoping for, uh, and just kind of add to what Dr. Schreiber mentioned to you yesterday, the consortium was hoping that businesses will actually consider something like remote work that day to help alleviate traffic, if not just close down for the day or afternoon like the schools did. 
uh, keep the employees safe, let them enjoy the historic event too. Um, it's going to be something for everybody. Um, we're also hoping that uh, event planners will hold events after totality to keep people more or less sheltered in place so we don't get the tailgate effect at 345 just before our usual rush hour. Um, we, we don't want to burden Alan Harris too much with traffic reports that day, but uh, I'm sure he's going to be busy. Right. Well, you know, even if it's cloudy that day, Tim, mm-hmm. it would still get dark, right, during the eclipse? Yes. Yes, it will get dark. Um, you will notice it'll just look like a cloudy evening, and we've seen plenty of those in Buffalo lately, almost five, six weeks' worth until the other night when I was finally able to take a picture of what it will look like during totality. So I, I did post something on Facebook. I can share that photo with you, too, uh, just so you know what to expect. It won't be totally dark like night because uh, the moon's shadow is not big enough to cover the sun's influence over the whole horizon. So what you end up with is pretty much a panoramic sunrise sunset um, all around the uh, all around the horizon. So it'll it, it looks very stunning. Well, we'll be cool to see, and I'm sure as we get closer, maybe the excitement ratchets up just a little bit more. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.